in the moment that seems to be mm. a pretty big pretty big factor in the moment so that's uh it it makes me wonder then you know our ultimate goal here is really try to, we're trying to develop this research methodology and we're trying to f- trying to make the foundation be these really important and key parts of the worldview that we share that overlaps. So how do we, how do we capture that, that moment or that power that comes with anything? How do we capture that in, in this idea of the development of a research methodology or do we even need to? Welcome to podcast IRC conversations with indigenous scholars to advance understandings and gain new knowledge hosted by the indigenous research center at Salish Kootenai college. just thinking about yeah maybe relating to the point you're talking about with intent like I feel like so much of today what we're in is just about like survival mode and learning to adapt and trying to piece together or recall those traditions that we have but recognizing today that it's it's hard to always give those the time and the honor that those respect or that those should have I guess, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And going back to the point about like the love songs, things we're talking about. I mean, you just, there's like all these crazy things today, like Tinder or like, you know, snagging <laughs> blankets and like all these other things. Like it's just so different. It's such a different world that we live in today. And I think it's just about like balancing and, and trying to be adaptive in these times. A good point to make is, you know, the um, the understanding of, of of the song is is this it's it's not held singularly and in fact it could be an object and it could also be a time when you sing it it could also be associated with an activity you do after or before so really the power when somebody says well what the power of the song you know they say well this song has no power maybe they're implying that well this person hasn't done these particular things or this is what belongs with that. You have to do this with that song.
just it just being a just being a human you know our our lives are so short we it's hard to for me it's hard to imagine these imagine the time and in the past and how things may or may not have changed because all I know is just these little pieces of information that seem very static. And I sometimes forget to, to, um, you know, attach the era in which these things have happened and how that may have, uh, been, a uh, you know, that event may have caused this thing to happen in this particular way. And who's to say that can't happen again today. And sometimes I can get stuck in that thinking and, um, I'm a, I'm a big fan of bringing things back, but I'm also a, a realist and think, yeah, well, what, uh, how, how do we do that today? And mm-hmm. do we have to put a lot of effort into that or does it just happen naturally? That's kind of where I, I, I'm at. It's just this, the, the tangible and the intangible and how people love each other. It's all very different idea yeah. among native people. So that's why I say, yeah, it's one thing to say, can these flute songs come back? Love medicines come back. But then what would we do with them now? We would have to completely replace the romantic idea of how we view um, uh, relationships and all that stuff today. Right. Right, right. Yeah. It couldn't just come back in some isolation. It can't can't be unsituated in how it used to be. Yeah. I mean, I, I... Understand what you guys are saying, and I, I agree with it completely. I wonder though, like this idea about fixing things in time, that these songs are, I mean, yes, these songs came out of a context that doesn't exist anymore. So if we bring them back, um, we're we're taking them from that world into this one and how all this stuff operates but for anything to continue that's what every generation always did because like my generation isn't the same as my parents or my grandparents and I don't think that it always was we didn't have like long periods of time that were just sort of static and unchangeable like I don't know I mean maybe the thing is what I'm thinking about with the song and the flute is that that's personal. Like a person is attached to that. And so if that song is going to continue, it doesn't stay with that person. It can't, it's going to go away. So for it to continue, something changes. Well, I was going to say, it seems that though the literature, the existing literature on the, on the, on research, I guess, as it relates to Indians, it seems as though as it comes from a place, and I brought this up a number of times, of non-participants. And I find that the, the, the perspective of participants in, in, in what I mean is like in, in the culture that they're representing or whatever, and that can happen in various forms, right? But it seems though that, that the the product is vastly different. And an example is, is like when John was here for the colloquium, he, he's not a researcher in the sense that we are, are, but some of this, but he is like this, how he was coming up with his conclusions and especially in his efforts to learn different things is like, that's pretty intense research. In fact, 
it kind of really exposes us in like the amount of effort we put into research because he's going on years, years and years and years of, of one thing, like working towards the answer of one thing. So, and the outcome is different. How it's interpreted is in diff- is different. But, and I know Shandine, you've said this before, but the intent, his intent of the research was pretty different. So, and that seems to like never be like addressed or if it is, it's always like in the cliff notes or it's always kind of like something cute to say, you know, right, it's not the right, focal right. point, I guess. There's something about effort, right? And courtship is really like effort. Very it's much show, so, yeah. It's showing effort and mm-hmm. the amount of courtship. And to me, these old time, like, even like the dance, like round bustle style, chicken dance, crow style is all born out of the same thing of, of watching the sage grouse, or, you know, and that's what it was doing was was um, mimicking a, uh, the times when the sage grouse was courting and so like it came down to like dancing singing um uh composing songs not just singing but composing and that's a lot of effort you know but it was all born in this like in the same context it's born out it's it's from the same mold and it's weird how like um, indians today like we we adopt like I mean, we're like all over the place when it comes to that stuff. So it's the stuff like what, first of all, what are the things that we're, we're trying to grasp onto? And Mm -hmm. the challenge is we have very little of that. We don't, we don't have not a lot of knowledge of those things. And then, so we're, that's the struggle. And just like these love songs, like there's maybe a handful or less of particularly these flute songs. So a person could grab onto that and learn those, but what's the point because they're 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 not they're, the purpose is not there anymore mm-hmm. especially if it's a married guy trying to learn them why are you trying to learn love songs dude <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're married <laughs> you're married friend <laughs> and that's the thing it's like i almost feel feel like we need to make the place for these things first before we try and bring them back Like there's some preparation. (laughs) The place and the space and the time that's adequate and is needed to do it the right way even. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the argument. Well, I don't know if it's an argument, but it's this, it's this debate about um, the Catholic hymns at funerals or, or wakes, you know, and some young people or some people would say, you know, we got it. We don't need that no more. Cause it, it was, this is a bad, these were people treated us badly. We don't need those. Well, that's cool and all. And that's a respectful uh, thing to, or an endeavor, but what are you going to replace it with? Because people are accustomed to that, especially our older people are accustomed to that way. So if we just throw it away, there's going to be a big void. 
and what's what's going to fill it well who knows and that's uh i think that gives some merit to what you're talking about about how do we make a platform for these things first Mm -hmm. and then start filling in that platform with these appropriate things that we can pull in from the past that really seem to work well yeah can i share an example yeah can you guys hear this Can you guys hear that? Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got some birds going crazy out there. So, yeah, I'm playing a video that I took last week when we were, and then it stops. Um, Yeah. So I'm playing a video from my phone of the sound of the red-winged blackbirds that were going crazy outside our house there. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, right now that song sitting in my office here in Missoula doesn't have a lot of power to it because there's no female red-winged blackbirds anywhere nearby that that song is actually singing to um oh yeah at that time when i saw it it's like man i mean i was just like overcome by listening to their voice in that flock there was actually probably like a dozen of those male Mm. birds and they actually migrate together and they come back to their breeding grounds and they make those calls together um, and then it's interesting that they, they just all stopped at once, like oh, kind of all in unison. So it was mm. just powerful in that moment. And now kind of playing it, you know, here, it doesn't really have all that same context. Yeah. yeah. It seems like among, among tribes in the, in the Rocky mountains, like, um, <clears throat> this idea of courtship through song is more prevalent because it's really weird. Like native men in the Rocky mountains seem to only express themselves a lot of times, like deeply emotional, like stuff express themselves like love war exploits, like through song. Other than that, you don't really like, it's not real common. I think to have like sit down and talk about how you feel too much uh, outside of like smoking with the pipe or, or maybe, maybe like um, composing songs and stuff. where we're at and everybody's there you know and we can't use knowledge as a tool to shame people that's i think that's really important so being honest about it it's that's that's admirable more admirable than the person that would lie and say oh yeah i know i know a mm-hmm. few and not really know so i do think um it's important to address this idea of medicine right and and how these things are and and to and because of tribal people's commitment to today to christendom right yeah is mm-hmm. it's always see, seen as bad but <clears throat> i think it's important that people need to understand that um 
the way tribal people believe is that the creator gives us these advantages in life by give, uh, giving us the tools to be to access certain certain powers in the environment right and that's yeah. usually done through fasting or certain ceremonies and even the purchasing of spiritual power or the yeah. gifting of it from another person yeah. and 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 anything that's seen as success in life whether it's war, war exploits hunting uh yeah. not being alone because i will say if there's a per- thing that was ever made that shouldn't be alone it's an indian man you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah that's, that's a dangerous thing that's no a- there's some truth to that and and you can see it historically you see it historically with that that was always sought after was a wife you know a partner mm, so yeah. if there's medicine to accompany someone in war to accompany someone in hunting to accompany someone in ceremonial life, why wouldn't there be um, medicine to accompany someone in seeking a partner? Yeah. And why is that talked? Why is that seen as bad? Yeah. Well, yeah. because if you equate it to the to American society, you'll say like uh, they'll say get established before you find a wife. Right. Well, in essence, that's what tribal people did when they'd say, "Don't be trying to get a wife until you get some mojo," you know. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. It's like get do, yourself, yeah. get yourself a job. Well, those are all ways, advantages of finding a partner, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's the mm-hmm. same idea. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Where where does that, as you say, that divinity, where does that come in today? It's here. It's here. It's in small pockets around Nerez and along in other communities. But it's not in academics, and I don't know if it belongs mm-hmm. here. This is this yeah. is what I'm hearing. The song is important in the context in which it's used. Yes, agreed. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Of course, we can't. We, who, who wants to argue? Nobody. In okay. situ. <laughs> in situ. Yes. So if we're saying that, you know what? When anybody says, "Oh, uh, indigenous research methodologies is founded in the worldview of indigenous people," well, by golly, songs are a huge part of an indigenous worldview. Agreed. It, mm-hmm. and, yeah. In fact, yeah. In fact, you could probably argue it's the top. It's in the top three song. Song is from yeah. the point of creation to now. Right. Song has yes. been vital mm-hmm. to the identity and the perpetuation of all things native. Boom. Right. Thank you for joining us on this episode. And to learn more, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at IRCSKC. You can find us also on Facebook and YouTube by searching SKC Indigenous Research Center. You can also visit our website at IRC 
www.skc.edu. Don't forget to join us next time as we continue our discussions on Indigenous research, Indigenous research methodologies, and Indigenous worldviews. views.